I have a confession to make. I had the idea to write a book for years before I finally put pen to paper and published the book. So the big question is this, how do people like me who battle doubt and insecurity push past their fears and publish a book? Well, that is the question, and this podcast is going to give you the answers. So join me as I bring you behind-the-scenes interviews and insights so that you can move forward and publish your book with boldness and courage. My name is Coach Tam, and this is Publishing Secrets. Do you ever find yourself wondering where the provision is going to come from to finish your book? You know, sometimes when we can't see the end from the beginning, we have a hard time getting started. Well, if that's you, you're going to be blessed by my next guest, Alicia Brown, and her inspiring story. You'll learn how the time was provided to write the book and the financial resources, as well as some unexpected blessings that she obtained along the way just by being obedient. I believe that her story is going to inspire you to finish the book in 2021. Enjoy. Alicia, thank you so much for being here on Publishing Secrets. I can't wait for our listening audience to hear about your journey to becoming an author. So Let's do this. Let's start at the beginning. Tell us about the title of your book and who you had in mind as you were starting to write. Yes, definitely. The title of my book is Diary of a Single Mom series. When I wrote this book and published it, originally I had single moms in mind. However, it expanded as I continued writing it. I had other women, like single women widow women, young women. It just expanded to every portion of a woman that you can think of, not just a single mother, but just women in general, because I wanted to get the message out of hope and still believing in having hope in anything that they're wanting to accomplish in life. Love that. So Your book, the series rather, is designed to minister to, to pour into the lives of women. And so I'm curious, I believe that every author is called to write. When, Alicia, did you realize that you were called to speak into the lives of women through writing? Actually, funny story, I've been writing ever since I was a little girl. I was always known to have a broad imagination. And with that, that's how, honestly, I started becoming a writer and having the enjoyment of writing. However, I went through a phase in my life where I felt like I didn't trust anyone with a lot of my personal of what was going on because I felt like everybody used it against me or held it over my head even after I overcame. So. I, with the Lord's help, honestly, he was like, journal, start journaling, start journaling this stuff, not realizing the Lord has a way of setting you up. Uh, Let me tell you that first. The Lord has a way of setting you up because 
he told me to journal and I was like, okay, you know, I write anyway. I love writing. So I found myself literally, I had journal upon journal and just writing. And even when I was on my jobs during my breaks, I was writing. I was constantly journaling. I was a teacher in a daycare. I would have the baby in one hand, rocking in a rocking chair, and I had my book in on the other side, and I'm writing. And so it was literally coming from a pure place and coming from my heart, literally me expressing my thoughts from within. Mm-hmm. I love that because I've often heard, and maybe you have too, Alicia, that journaling is therapeutic, right? So as you are allowing those thoughts to spill on the page. It is a blessing to you. But what God has showed us here through your journey is that those journaling pages can be converted into a story that blesses others. I feel like that's a word out there for somebody. Maybe where you start the book is just committing to the process of journaling. So, so, so powerful. Now, Alicia, let's talk a little bit more about this book and your journey here. So as I look at the Diary of a Single Mom, I see a series of books that is very personal. You're pulling back the covers on your personal life. Looking at some of the chapters, Stranger in My House, The Prayer of a Single Mother, Questions, Part 1 and 2. This is deep, sensitive stuff. So talk to us a little bit about just getting comfortable with this level of transparency. Was that difficult for you? In the beginning, it was because, again, you know, I felt like expressing my story and being transparent, many would be very judgmental of me. And I felt like because of where I felt and I saw where God was taking me, I felt like if I was transparent, it would taint it and it would destroy it. And many will look at me for the things that I've gone through rather than relate to the message and understand that everything that I went through, it was necessary. It made me who I am. It created me. It molded me. It shaped me, you know. So I had to go through the trials. I had to. And then I embarked on a realization, which is in one of the books. I don't remember which one I wrote it in. But the title of it, it was Crucifixion. And in that poem, I'm speaking of people that spit in my face that turned their backs on me, that threw dirt on my name, that literally watched me there in a puddle of blood, not literally, but emotionally, I was at a point of death because I felt so degraded. And they watched me and the Lord gave me the example of the same things that Jesus went through in his crucifixion. However, he was resurrected. So at that moment, even in that story, I realized that everything that I'm going through is not for me. It's for the next person. It's to help bring the next person out. How can I better mentor, guide, and coach someone if I don't have any experience, if I hadn't gone through nothing? 
what better place to come from than come from a place of experience? Mm -hmm. I agree with you so much there, Alicia. I believe that there is value in experience, right? Because it makes you so much more relatable when you have walked a mile in my shoes, right? It's one thing that you've gone to school and you've studied it. No knocks against education. It's something that I highly value. It's great if you've read about people that have gone through this experience, but it's a whole nother level if you've actually lived through it. You're going to be able to identify with my ups and my downs, right? And you're going to be able to encourage me, someone like you, will encourage me that if you went through the same things that I went through and you made it out, that I can make it out as well. So there's a blessing in you sharing your testimony. So let's talk about how this turned into a book though, right? So it started off with you just journaling your thoughts. Tell us about how it actually was converted into a book. What was that process like for you? So the first book, before I transitioned it into all three books being into one, the very first book, Diary of a Single Mom, My Journey with God, I had the rough draft. It was already written up. The Lord guided me through, go to this website, go to that website to research on how to form it into a book. So it took a lot of research. It took a lot of sleepless nights, but I was determined. I had the determination, Lord, you said this. So I have to, with your grace, put forth the effort. I can't just sit and let somebody else or wait for somebody else to do it for me. But you gave me this vision. So I have to put forth the effort as you give me the instructions to do so. I got to move. I got to move. And it literally was a faith walk because once I got the rough draft, it was like, okay, now I need somebody to publish it. So as I went through, I actually did come across a publisher and when they gave me, I came across several publishers and when they were giving me these prices, I was like, Lord, I am a single mother of three little ones and they're stepping stones. I'm not working. I'm barely taking care of my household. How do you propose that I get this book published. Unless you gonna put the money in my hand, I don't foresee this happening. And so I came across this one company somebody else told me about, and I looked into it and I said, okay, hmm. Then there was a cost. I said, so my now husband at the time, he, I put him in the safe zone. He was my big brother. <laughs> he was my big brother. And this is after I had signed the contract with him uh, for him to be my fiscal sponsor. I called him and I told him, I said, hey, I have an idea. He said, what's that? I said, well, I'm trying to publish this book. And I gave him the title. And I said, and my reasoning for publishing it, I can use it as one of the tools for my organization to help women so they can see my story. So this will be one of the books and the Lord has told me there will be others that I can use that they can read through and see it from a perspective of someone that actually has gone through. And 
it's also to let them know I'm not just your mentor and I'm not just the owner of and founder of this organization. I'm also someone that has gone through it from beginning to end. And he was like, huh? He was like, you know what? That's not a bad idea. I said, okay. So he was like, okay, so what do you need? I said, well, the cost of it is, and he was like, all right, who do I make the check out to? Let me know immediately. And I was like, what? Are you serious? Are you for real? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, Lord, I was in tears because I'm like, Lord, this is really happening. I'm really going to be an author. So the first edition of the book was published. However, technology, something happened where when you went to go to the website to look up my book, the title was there, but a different book cover was there. At that point, he showed me how to publish my own books. And I tell you, the Lord told me, he said, you got until before the year is out to publish those three books. I tell you no story. 72 hours, all three books were published. Wow. I'm still, (laughs) I'm still blown away by that. Three books published in 72 hours. Only God can do that. That's such an amazing, amazing testament to his grace, his mercy, and his provision. Wow. You know, your obedience in following through on what God has told you has been a consistent theme throughout our conversation today. And I feel like the organization that you founded is also a part of that. So talk to us about Empower Me. What is the organization's mission and what are you looking to accomplish through it? So Empower Me is a faith-based organization that mentors women. Um, It mentors women of all ages, including young girls. And basically what we do is we are a support system for women. That extra support that women need when trying to accomplish goals, when trying to find themselves, when trying to find their way through life, when trying to find their purpose and wanting to walk in their purpose with confidence when even trying to find themselves, when their identity has been lost in society's statistical labels and the labels of others. So basically what we do is our slogan is empowering women eternally. Because when you look at eternal, eternal is everlasting. It's forever. And it gets down to the root, digging deep, having to push that woman, that young lady to literally do some deep soul searching within themselves to get to the root of the whys. Why am I this way? Or why do I think this way? Or why do I do that? So we take them through different programs, starting from beginning all the way to the end, just to have them do some soul searching. So now, Alicia, three books, well, really four, because the fourth book is a combination of all three, a faith-based organization that you founded. Wow, so many things that you have been able to accomplish by God's grace. And I just feel like that there are men and women that are being inspired by your story to follow the nudge that God is giving them to write and publish the book and watch the other doors that will open for them. 
But I'm curious, I know that this is not the end of the road. What do you think God is calling you to next? What's that next step in your journey? God has, honestly, he has literally, like he always does, he's given me my to-do list. (laughs) And in that to-do list, currently I am back in school and uh, will be graduating 2028. Once I graduate, I will be a doctor. In addition to that, one of the things with the expansion of Empower Me is opening up an academy. An academy that teaches women finances, etiquette, the way of life, and it's all coming from a biblical aspect. I could just tell that, you know, God is just getting started. This is just the beginning for you. So I want to make sure that our listening audience has a way to stay connected to you. Talk to us about how we can learn more about your book and the things that you're going to be up to next. First place you can go is I am on Facebook. If you type in www.facebook.com forward slash empower me ministry, it will pull up the Empower Me page. In addition, we are also on Instagram as well. And our Instagram name is empowerme underscore LLC. And also we have opened the door of now being on Clubhouse. Now on Clubhouse, it's under my name at Alicia Brown. And you can follow us on any of those platforms. Our website is soon to come. However, in the meantime, all information is on our Instagram and also our Facebook page. And then we also have our email address. If you want to reach out, want to know more, you can email us at empowermeministry16 at gmail.com. We'll be able to answer any questions or if you're interested in joining the program. The program is nationwide. We do tend not only to people in South Carolina, we tend to all states and also looking into expanding internationally as well. So it does not matter where you're located. We can still provide services to you through virtual meet. We use Google Meet as a platform for that. You can still have sessions. We can still help you. We can still mentor you and guide you. So don't let the state stop you if you're really looking for assistance. We can still assist you. Well, Alicia, again, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to be with us today on Publishing Secrets. You know, our listening audience is made up of men and women who believe that they are called to write, but they may be struggling. For some reason, they're struggling to actually follow through. And I believe that you have a word for them, a word that can encourage them to get started and finish the book this time. So what is your number one piece of advice to the aspiring author that is listening to your voice right now? Honestly, number one advice, trust God. And that is the first advice to, in all honesty, I say that because when you trust God, if God gave it to you, he's going to give you the provision for it. As you have heard in my story, each time God has come through, whether it's 
putting it on a, another person's heart to invest or just opening the door and releasing the funds or whatever it is that is needed. God will provide. It's trusting him and having the confidence and knowing I can do this. And yes, it can be a shaky and scary feeling being transparent. However, your story will be able to bless others that are going through giving hope. In addition to that, I would say don't think too hard into it because when you think too hard, you psych yourself out. You think yourself out of it. Just let it flow. As the Lord gives you things to write, do it as a journal. Start off as a journal. And then once he stops talking, that means it's done. It's time to go to the next phase and have it to be published. Well, I hope that you have enjoyed this episode of Publishing Secrets where our mission is to encourage and inspire you to write, publish, and profit in a way that honors God. In order to stay up to date on our episodes, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so that you will be notified. And if this episode has been a blessing to you, do me a favor, rate and review. Until next time, God bless.